Sean Paul once said. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon, recording live from the Janae studio. Woo! That was a uh, little bit of a throwback jam. It's about 2003, I think that one came out check the numbers uh school dances right there i didn't dance i was like straight up standing by myself but still doing that i guess um i apparently didn't get the rhythm in the family i'm told so yeah is what it is uh all right do we love wearing a jersey as a costume um, I'm not a fan of it. Not a big fan of it. Um, unless like, unless like you go all out, like you have like all the team gear on, uh, like the pants, hat, you know, if there's like an earring, um, but I don't think just putting a jersey on should count. So, I'm out. Um, Next up we have Do We Love Lawn Chair Larry. Um, So, for those of you who do not know who Lawn Chair Larry is, I found out about him uh, earlier this week. Highly recommend looking this up. This is outrageous. So, Lawn Chair Larry got, uh, he bought a bunch of weather balloons and he tied them to a lawn chair and he wanted to float a little bit off the ground and, like, he had a couple people in on this, like, his friends, and they were like, oh, yeah, this is, will be, like, a cool idea. Like, nobody saw negative implications on this. They cut the cord loose and all of a sudden Larry just like takes off. So his idea on how to land was he had a pellet gun. And he was sitting in his lawn chair floating and he shot out each balloon to bring him down to earth. So he thought he was just going to go like a little bit above the ground. He ended up going like 16,000 feet. Like it had to be reported in by a pilot. 
that like some guy was floating in the atmosphere and he somehow landed and survived like avoided this was in like somewhere in LA so he was like avoided hitting any buildings any power lines like just had like was carried by the wind and had a smooth landing um I loved it we love it so do we love lawn chair Larry that's a big old yes um do we love two games in one day so this past weekend I was pretty fortunate enough to have someone bring me to the Galaxy game which was awesome my second ever MLS game um a lot different than my first one. My first one was the Revolution, uh, and that was like a playoff game, and it was supposed to be a big game, and like it felt kind of lively, but they play in Gillette Stadium, and they can't, they couldn't fill it. It's like ten thousand people in a seventy thousand seat stadium, so it was not that great. Um, Galaxy straight up have their own stadium. Uh, and I remember them talking about the Revs getting their own stadium in Boston a while ago. And I was like, eh, like, I don't even know if people really like them that much. Like, is that necessary? Uh, after going to the Galaxy Stadium, definitely necessary. So the StubHub, that's actually where the Chargers are playing right now, which is absolutely absurd. I might try and see a game there just because it's so ridiculous. An NFL team plays there. Um, StubHub holds like 25 or 26,000 uh, and they fill it out. So it's it's pretty loud, it's pretty lively. Um, so after my experience there, I would recommend uh, MLS teams if they wanna be legitimate to get their own stadium, unless they think they can fill out a 70,000 seat stadium, which in Boston they'll never do. Um, so I went to the MLS in the afternoon uh, they lost in a must-win game, uh, so that was a little disappointing. Oh, and this was kind of the the ironic part. So, two games in one day, go to the Galaxy in the morning, and then I went to Red Sox-Dodgers World Series in the evening. So, to the stadium, I wear my Red Sox jersey, and underneath I have a t-shirt underneath the jersey. So, midway through the game... I looked down at my t-shirt and a friend of mine, Gelish Oliveira, uh, he, he owns a landscaping company, but when he first started the landscaping company, he named it Dynamo Landscaping. I'm like, where the hell did you come up with this name? He's like, oh, I don't know, dude, I just made it up. Like, and none of us follow the MLS, so like, we we're just like, we thought he did. And then like later on, we found out that he called it Dynamo Landscaping, and he basically just, like, took the name from, like, the Houston Dynamo, which is the MLS team. Uh, so he made shirts that said Dynamo Landscaping, and then basically, like, three months later, he found out for tax purposes it would be better just to name the company after himself. So Dynamo Landscaping existed for, like, two months. Um, T-shirts were made, and then the company just ceased to exist. So I have a t-shirt from Dynamo Landscaping, and I've kept it. That's the shirt I was wearing underneath my jersey. 
Come to find out, I found out at the stadium who they were playing. Galaxy were playing the Houston Dynamo. So I was wearing some Dynamo gear and some Red Sox gear. on, And I was basically the L.A. boogeyman. Um, so Dynamo win, knock Galaxy out of the playoffs. Uh, and then went to uh, Dodger Red Sox game five. Uh, saw the game winner. It's pretty cool. Uh, sat out in the famous uh, bleachers at Dodger Stadium. Uh, that that place was rocking. Um, very difficult to navigate and get your way to your section. I waited in three different lines just to go to where I'm sitting. A little different than than Fenway or even Angel Stadium for that for that matter because. Dodger Stadium, it's it's sectiony in the sense that you can't you can't once you're in the stadium you can't walk from one section to the other, so you have to enter at a specific gate, and it is just a mess. They they basically are not they don't have enough signage and enough people to assist a sellout. And when they sell out, I mean, it's the biggest stadium in the in the big leagues. I think it's it's close to sixty thousand. It's like the high fifties. Um, so it was crowded. It was loud. I was uh, I was pretty surprised that. I mean, Dodgers fans. I'll give them credit. They turned up, even though they were down three one, and we were straight up taking it to them. Um, bleachers were fun. Uh, there was definitely a lot of chirping going on. I kind of I didn't say too much. I didn't want to get shanked. I've heard the stories over there. Um, so no shanking was involved and, you know, I played it cool and confident. We were up three, one, we had the better team, we've had the better team all year. So there wasn't really too much to be said. Uh, some guy did call me out. So I just kind of turned and like gave him a smirk and I just didn't say anything. And then he started flipping out because of my smirk. And that was really all I needed. Um, but yeah, overall great experience. Uh, big bleacher guy I like sitting in the bleachers uh they have you know they got like the wooden bench bleachers it's it's awesome so if you ever have the chance to sit in the bleachers at dodger stadium do we love that yes i would highly recommend it so do we love going to two games in one day uh so i went to the galaxy game and then the person i went with benneth wah uh to the dodger game picked me up at the galaxy game so i went straight from one to the other and it was great. Uh, I'm a fan of it. I would definitely do it again. So I would say we do love going to two games in one day. Um, do we love that teachers get school pictures? So one day I come home and there's just like 18 photos of easy sitting on the kitchen table like is this kid like like what are these headshots like are you trying to become an actor it's like what what is going on here um like he does model wetsuits but that but they cut your head off for when he models the wetsuits so i don't know why he had headshots um unless he's trying to get into like you know i don't know i think he should just with a mug like that stay in the wetsuit game um, turns out apparently 
teachers get complimentary school photos. Um, absolutely outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. Well, actually, I guess, yeah, because they have to go in the yearbook. That's okay. So I wonder if elementary school teachers get school photos too. So I always knew the teachers were in the yearbook, but I never, like, it never occurred to me that, like, like Mr. Gomes is going home with, like, like 30 photos of himself as, like, like a 45-year-old man, you know? Um, so, so I, I don't know. Um, it's, it's pretty absurd, but at the same time, like, there's a part of me that, like, wishes I had him because... I mean, I remember when I was a kid, like, it's just like, you get, that's what you give your extended family in first grade for Christmas. Like, like, oh, like it's third grade. Like, I don't have money. Like, what do I give to people for Christmas? Like, oh, here's like a picture of me. Here's my school photo. Um, if I was getting school photos, like I'd, I'd still be giving those out as Christmas gifts. Boom. Wow. Maybe I'll get some. Maybe they'll put that on the old weekend agenda. Um, guess it doesn't count as a school photo, though, unless I'm in a school. So that could add some difficulty. Um, so, yeah, I was. I didn't think we did love teachers getting their own package of school photos, but now I think I'm in on it. Uh, so do we love it? Yes. And finally, so... Got a uh, big bridge date lined up with uh, my pal Joe. Shout out to Joe, J-O. Uh, she's a sewing enthusiast. She's actually taking care of a couple of my garments. Taking them up tonight. Pretty fired up about that. Gonna get my trunks back. Gonna get my one of my button downs back. Gonna get the Grand Canyon shirt back with a button on it. Huge. Um, so we are playing on Sunday because uh, they do an auction at the bridge club where you can volunteer to be auctioned off and people bid on you and if they win you they get to play a game with you and then all the money goes to the club and you know supports the uh, the good stuff uh, so I, I I volunteered to be auctioned off as my second time doing it apparently I'm kind of a hit MBD MBD um, so all the people who get auctioned off are really good. So in bridge, you can measure how good somebody is by how many master points they have. Um, so to put it in perspective, you can sit down and play bridge for four hours. And if you come in first place out of everybody, you'll get like half a master point. So like my partner, Phyllis, she has like 6,000 master points, um, where someone like me, I have like 1.2. So basically everybody who gets auctioned off are really good players and that's why you want to bid on them because like when you play with them for four hours, they teach you a lot of stuff. Uh, so I'm kind of like the antithesis of that where it's kind of like if you've ever thought about teaching somebody how to play bridge, like bid on this idiot. Um, so Joe, uh, Joe bid on me, uh, saved me the embarrassment of nobody bidding on me. Um, except apparently there was a bidding war between Joe and Casey. So, uh, gonna play with Joe. Uh, Joe's, Joe's email, I won't give away the, uh, the tag at the end, but her email is Joe the Beast. 
which is all you need to know. Love it. Um, and she sent me a reminder email last night. I just said, just a reminder on Sunday is daylight savings. So make sure you turn back your clocks. Wait, fall back. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Turn back your clocks and don't show up an hour early. Like, yeah. Remind daylight savings reminder email. Like, do we love getting an email reminding you about daylight savings? Yes. Yes. Um, cause it's like, you know, we, we take daylight savings for granted now with cell phones and computers. But I mean, I remember back in, uh, must've been, let's see, here. probably, it's probably 97. Uh, uh, friend of the program shores, uh, he was in like, like first or second grade. He showed up to his mom brought him, his mom completely forgot Lori, uh, completely forgot about, uh, daylight savings. And she brought him to hockey an hour early. So the other, the other team just let him play. So he ended up playing two games, but like his game was at like 7am. So he actually showed up at like 6am and, uh, she was all flustered and like stuff like that used to happen all the time. And it doesn't happen anymore, which kind of sucks. Um, so if you have any good daylight saving stories from back in the day, uh, would definitely appreciate you sharing with the program, um, and little action item for everybody out there. Um, if you, before daylight savings hits, just, uh, especially if it's somebody you haven't talked to in in a long time, this will get them real shook. Just send them a quick little email. Hey, quick reminder, daylight savings is coming up this weekend. Like, don't forget to reset your clock. That's it. Just leave it at that. Um, so I'm trying to think who I'm going to send that email to. I might, I might get wild and send it to a couple people. Um, but yeah, daylight savings emails reminding you to, which is actually even more outrageous because it's like in order to check my email, like I have to be on a machine that like automatically resets, uh, to the appropriate time. Um, I, I couldn't be all more all in on daylight savings emails. Um, so, you know, do your part and, uh, let's get after it.